The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Hi, and welcome to Leadership Stars. Today, I have a woman who has become a very, very dear friend and colleague in a very short period of time. She is someone who just radiates brilliance and caring and deep felt love for all the people that she works with, as well as her friends, family, and neighbors. Um, She is a wife. She's a mother of two small boys. She's got the experience needed to be able to help moms who feel overwhelmed, and I know how this feels, and unfulfilled to become really badass businesswomen who will influence the future of corporate America. And she has this unique ability to find the hidden skills and strengths that allow women to feel the freedom and joy available through a true work-life balance, which is really hard to do. I know being a mom of two girls, it was a challenge when they were young to keep the balance between my entrepreneurial business as well as my kids and my husband. Now, over the last five years, she's dedicated her research to understanding what talents make women successful and impactful. She's also helped women find the courage to take the leap from corporate into entrepreneurship in order to better serve the needs of their families, their souls, and their mission. And she and I resonate so clearly because I also work with women who've stepped out of a military career or a corporate career into entrepreneurship and find that what they used to do, what got them there, won't get them where they want to go because it's an entirely different look from command to influence. So I'd love to welcome today my dear friend and colleague, Jennifer Mount. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hello, Linda. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Oh, you are so worth it. You you inspire me every time I get a chance to talk to you. And it's even more inspiring when I actually get to sit in your presence and just feel that caring, that kindness, that warmth, and all that you bring to a meeting, uh, a group, uh, individuals. I mean, it's it's just really intense. Hmm. <laughs> I feel the same about you. So it's it's a mutual, respectful relationship. And, and I love that we're here being able to be inspired together through our conversation. It's very exciting, very exhilarating. And, and likewise, this is, this is a great mutual admiration society, don't you think? Yes, it is. 
<laughs> That's what we need. All right. So school's ending. Um, I think gradu- some of their graduations are this week, some were last week, some were in May, some are later in June, but soon all the children will be out of school. And for a working mom, this is probably one of the most challenging times uh, that they can experience. So, Jen, tell us just a little bit about how you balance work and life when your kids are home for summer vacation. Yeah, it is a big topic of conversation right now. That is for sure. And it's an extremely challenging but yet an extremely opportunistic time when the kids are coming out of school and chaos ensues because that (laughs) amazing structure and routine that you have had in place for nine months or so all of a sudden goes up in smoke. And it is um, a really, it, it starts to create a little struggle and definitely some chaos. So, you know, what what works and what I have found um, for myself, for the women that I've worked with, what is extremely important is to give yourself some time first alone, just as yourself to be quiet and really listen to what do I want to create for this time, for the summer, for my children who are going to be free and having a ball in the warmth and play. And for me, who still has to balance my life that is still continuing with work, but having extra time with my children. How does that look? How does that feel? What do I want to create? And so just getting clear on, okay, how much time can I truly spend at work right now but also be able to provide the support that my children need now that they don't have the structure of school. And the most important piece to that, after you've gotten quiet and really have heard what you are creating, is to work with the people in your life, your spouse, your colleagues, your friends and family, to help you create that environment. So you have to set up the boundaries that you want in order to allow yourself to have the space and time to do your work, to be with your kids, and do all the other things that you love. So it's important to really understand your boundaries and communicate them with the people in your life. Listeners, I think what Jen just said is just so powerful it's first of all getting quiet with yourself and knowing what you want to see happen during the summer vacation what you want to experience what you you want your family to experience and then setting those boundaries of maybe you say to the kids hey mommy needs you know two hours in the morning maybe it's before they get up to work on your business maybe you need some time in the afternoon but to set those boundaries and make sure it's communicated to everyone in your life because those people your colleagues your friends your family your spouse especially are the ones who can support you in making those things sort of happen but jen you know i i I do think this is great and and it's something that i did probably unconsciously when my kids were small Uh, And you have to understand my kids right now are 33 and 31. So it's been a while since I've had to schedule a summer with children. But I remember not so much myself, but 
other moms who overscheduled their their kids. Uh, I was listening to one the other day saying, oh, yes, well, we have basketball camp uh, over the next three weeks. And then he goes into soccer camp. And then from there, it's uh, off to Boy Scout camp. And it sounded like, you know, the structure that we put in during the, the fall and winter, they were trying to recreate that in the summer. And does that support your children? In my personal perspective, I don't think it does. Uh, it's overstimulation. You know, the stu- the summertime is a time to relax and start to unwind and rejuvenate for what's again coming in the fall. You know, the harvest and and going back into a new routine. And so, the summer is an extremely important time to just let kids be kids. And, and I, I have learned so beautifully through my children that they don't actually need much to learn and to play. They are so much more imaginative when I just say, go out and play. What they come up with is so incredible and so much more fun than the structure that I actually put in place most of the time. Um, so I have really found that it serves them better to actually allow them that free time to just be, be thoughtful for themselves, be creative for their play, um, because that is an extremely wonderful learning technique for them to really understand themselves and what they enjoy. Well, I think too, Jen, giving giving them that time also fosters their creativity. I love the fact that you said uh, when when you don't structure the play and you just say go and play, and they have the most ingenious and creative ways of just having a great time out in the backyard or whatever. I remember seeing your older boy, you know, playing with a a shovel and saying, gee, I've got to move this dirt from here to here. You know, it was, it was that kind of just joy of watching him create something. And when we structure play, we take that creativity out of it in a lot of ways. Would you agree? I do. I do agree. Um, and, and like we were just saying, and it's an important point to really um, recognize again, is there is extreme value in allowing them to be thoughtful and creative for themselves. They attune into what is really joyful for them, um, and then they get to create it for themselves and their environment. So it's it's extremely important to allow that space. Yeah, yeah. Jen, one of the things that I've read, and I and I don't remember the statistics tightly, but the children, if they're not stimulated, if they're not in some kind of learning space during the summer, that they actually lose um, several months worth of learning coming out of school. And and so what it means is in September, the teacher is spending maybe the first month uh, reviewing and going back and getting them to relearn stuff that they learned at the end of the year before. Do you agree with that? I think it's a matter of perspective and opening up a little bit. What the children have lost is the specific learning that school is asking for. What they learn outside and in their environment and through their own creativity is different. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're not learning. They're learning something else. And so the school is looking for something very specific. They're not necessarily 
looking for, well, how did the child become creative and social and, and learn to be independent? They're looking for how much did they retain from what we taught them last year? <laughs> Two totally different things. So it's important to recognize that it's trying to compare oranges and apples. Mm-hmm. So what you're looking at is a loss in possibly academic memory, but a gain in, I guess, what would we consider the softer skills, the creativity, the play, the, um, the enjoyment of the world. And maybe they even learned something about growing vegetables or growing flowers or about trees and birds and animals and that kind of thing, which are not academic skills necessarily, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So what have you got planned for your kids this summer so far? So far, we are charging the summer with swim lessons mm-hmm. and, um, and maybe a soccer camp and then just lots of fun with different friends and play dates. Um, it's, it's very simple, but there is a little bit of structure. Um, and you know, I'm still in the process of creating, well, what does my time look like for my business? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's unraveling and unfolding as we speak, but, um, it's going to be a really exciting summer. It's our first summer in our new hometown. So we're just looking to explore and see what's available. Okay. So, Jen, as, as long as I've known you, I don't think I've ever seen you frustrated. I've seen you overwhelmed, but I'm, I don't think I've ever seen you frustrated to the point of, you know, almost wanting to blast out and be angry and this kind of thing. So, how do you keep that composure when inside you're feeling that um, dis-ease and that sense of, oh, I just wish I could bust out of here and go someplace else? How do you do that? Ah, I love that question. Um, there's there's two big things that I do. One is I do a lot of breath work and sitting in quiet. Some people call that meditation. I just call it Gen time. Um, you know, I just sit and be quiet with myself and allow myself to just calm down, settle in, uh, attune into. Okay, what do I want to create? today, maybe in the next hour and and not get caught up in the vastness and bigness of a life or a week or a whole day. I take some time to really just be thoughtful about what do I want to create today? What kind of energy do I want to have? What kind of fun? um, Where do I want to spend my time? I, I take that quietness and I take that time. It's extremely important. The other thing is, I, I just have a, a perspective and a belief that the universe is always conspiring on your behalf. And when life is throwing you the gamut and it is compounding on you with every horrible thing you could possibly imagine, I just know that what comes out of that is a gorgeous, beautiful meadow with lots of flowers and sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that when you get through a major struggle, there's something really magical and beautiful on the other end. So having that knowing, it just gets me through. I, you know, and, and hey, I break down, I get frustrated, I get overwhelmed and angry. I have my emotions. I allow my emotions to be 
But then I also know that, ah, this too shall pass. (laughs) And something really cool is going to happen in the next minute. So I'll just wait here and just be patient. (laughs) Oh, listeners, did you hear what she said? One, sitting and being quiet with yourself, um, doing breath work, meditation, whatever it is that you do. But second of all, you're not trying to create a whole week. I think that's a great place where we get overwhelmed is when we look at that calendar and go, oh my God, I've got all this stuff to do this week. I love the fact that you look at just the day. What can I create today? What are the things that I want to see happen? Um, Where do I want to have some alone time, some time with the family, that kind of thing. And that I think, I, I agree, it really rejuvenates you and allows you to calmly and um, with deliberance um, move forward and have what you're looking for as opposed to feeling like, oh my God, I can't get this done. I, I, I'm, I'm just a mess. What am I going to do? Uh, and I love that. Uh, and I think that that's a really key tip for our listeners to embrace. Um, and sometimes it may also be that you're just creating for an hour. Yeah? Absolutely. And for me, you know, with two small children, it's literally creating for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Because the game changes every five minutes. (laughs) Oh, yes. I I remember that state in time. All right, audience, with all that in mind, I want you to take the next couple minutes while we're on a quick commercial break and breathe. And we'll be back in just a moment. America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America Women's Channel a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Hi, and welcome back. I'm here with the fabulous and just oh, just delightful Jen Mount. Uh, and we're talking about 
um, summer and how to, well, maybe put a little structure in an unstructured time, but not so much that you feel like you're in a box and that you've got some creativity, you've, you've fostered creativity with your children and you know, just all sorts of wonderful things like this. I, I love summer, I, I think, because it is a time for rest and relaxation and regeneration before you drop into the fall and that final push for the year. And Jennifer, this is also, summer is also a time for growth. This is when, you know, all, all the plants and the harvest, you know, before we get to harvest, but it's when, you know, the corn and everything else is growing and nerd and you know, just being fabulous out there in the fields and and all that. And so how do you take that summer energy and really use it to your advantage? Oh, I love the metaphor. I always connect nature. Um, and, and certainly I think about my garden constantly when I'm thinking about summer. And I really watch my garden and try and attribute its beautiful uh intelligence into my own life and so you're right the summer is about growth and if you if you think about a garden during this time frame there's not a lot that you have to do right the seeds have been planted the soil has been tilled all you have to do is nurture it a little bit give it a little water a lot of sun maybe some loving kind words and then you just watch them grow and so I, I really take that back into my own life. And anytime, you know, my motivation starts driving me and it's like, we've got to do this and we've got to do that and let's go. And, you know, this passion and fire that I have sometimes, I have to tame it down because it's summer and this isn't the time to go for the gold. You know, this is the time <laughs> to just reap what you sow a little bit. Enjoy the process of, of being aware and watching yourself grow, you know, really being alert to the seeds that you've planted in your life, how they're starting to bud, you know, how, how they're starting to grow their little stalks and their little petals and, and maybe a, a little tiny piece of vegetable or flower starting to spring just recognizing that slow, beautiful process of growth in your own life, seeing how far you've come and and just knowing that, wow, you're going to turn into this delicious, healthy vegetable or this gorgeous, beautiful flower soon enough. But this isn't the time to blossom just yet. This is the time to really be aware of your incredible growth process. I think that's a great metaphor, Jennifer. And I, I loved what you said, that you don't have to do much, and yet you still have to water. You have to watch out for um, insects that might be damaging your um, beautiful flowers. And, of course, there's always the weeds that you have to pull out of your garden, which are oftentimes your naysayers in business. In essence, how do we move them along so that we can continue to grow and, and be nurtured and all that good stuff, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's just a time to really be aware and alert and, and just be. You don't have to do a lot. You know, just nurturing things a little bit um, is really all that's uh, called for at this time. And I think it's interesting. Uh, when I used to do corporate training, 
um, and was a contractor going in, in and out various organizations. One of the things I found about summer was that it was like the training department went on vacation. Um, they didn't schedule anything. If they did, you know, you only got two or three people in the, in, the, in the classroom in most organizations. But I have to tell you, at that time, I loved Hewlett-Packard. They were my favorite friends because their budget ended like the 1st of September. And they had all this money that they had to use between June and September. And they were scheduling classes back to back and upside down and everything else. And and those classes were always full because they knew that there probably wouldn't be a whole lot of training in the fall and the, and the winter as they were getting into you know, their peak times. And so this was the time to get educated. So it was a whole sort of a flipped way of looking at the summer. It was a time to re-educate yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I loved that about them, uh, that they, one, gave people the opportunity to do that and Two, that the people took the opportunity. So sort of a different look at summer, yeah? I totally agree. And I really love that. I, I think it kind of goes back to the point I was making at the beginning where the summer is a time to really um, take into account what you want to create for now and for the future. It, it gives you that space to actually come out of your routine and and really think about how do I want to move forward? And I think it's, it is an opportunistic time because when, when we're in our routine, our life is like a well-oiled machine, right? It is just running, no problem, barely any mess ups. It is just a streamlined process, Mm -hmm. but that's not life. Life is meant to be lived. And so the summer gives us a chance to come back to that and get creative again. And so, Jennifer, how do you recommend that people put that rest, that relaxation, that regeneration, the replenishment into their summer so that they're setting themselves up for a really powerful fall where they can, where they can harvest all this wonderfulness that they've grown during the summer? Oh, yeah. The important thing to recognize is how important and vital that rest, relaxation, rejuvenation, regeneration is for your productivity and your efficiency and your creativity. You will be amazed what happens when you actually take the time. And I put it in my schedule because that's just how hardcore I've been in my past. I literally have to schedule relaxation time into my calendar. Otherwise, I might just blow through it. But it's getting to the point now where I am recognizing how vital that is for me showing up as the best I can be in all the scenarios of my life. I just know now that that is actually how I show up at my best is when I take the time to relax and purposely schedule it in, communicate it, like I was saying before, communicate it with the people in your life so they can support it and they can work themselves around it so that you get that time. Um, And you will be amazed what comes out on the end. And Jen, I I so agree with you. I still calendar my relaxation time because otherwise, you're right, I will blow right through it. And I think you've seen my my sort of content calendar for the first six months of this year. And 
I had said to myself at the end of last year, I am not going to overbook myself in 2017. I'm going to give me, you know, some uh, me time and personal time. And I'm going to make sure that I take the fifth week of, you know, when, when there's a fifth week in a month to take that week off and not book myself, yada, 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 yada. Well, it didn't work quite the way I thought it would. And that calendar from January to June is just chock-a-block full of stuff. And I know for a fact that it has impacted my health um, because I'm not taking that personal time. I'm not taking that rest, relaxation, rejuvenation time um, as often as I should. And, you know, so I agree with you. You've got to schedule it until it becomes a habit, Um, And they always say, what, 21 days to build a habit and 21 days to also break down a habit um, and to just make that a part of what we do. And summer is a great time to start that, but then you have to carry it through the fall and the winter and the spring as well, right? Absolutely. And and the reason why the summer is a good time is because everybody's kind of in that mindset, Right. Everybody knows that summertime is meant for relaxation and just kind of letting go a little bit. So we're already in the practice of it. It's now just really being aware and getting even better at it and taking it through our life, you know, not forgetting it, making it a part of who we are on a daily basis. Yeah, I think that's really key and not getting trapped or lassoed into doing something during your alone time, your me time, your personal time, and not letting, in essence, setting that appointment with yourself to do that and holding it sacred, just like you would an appointment with a a client or with your husband or even with your kids, um, hold it sacred and don't let others um, take you away from that or allow something else to step in so that you can't rejuvenate because you will your body will eventually say to you I'm done and you know then you're flat on your back and in the summertime that's the worst time to get sick I don't know about you but I hate being sick in the the summer absolutely I I couldn't agree with you more and what I have noticed in my own life is it absolutely is a discipline that has (laughs) to be learned Because our culture has come really far away from valuing that relaxation, that downtime. It's it's almost been seen as a weakness, you know? And and so it is a new discipline, a paradigm shift, if you will, to actually allow ourselves to relax and and rejuvenate. It's it's we're coming back to that. And it takes discipline. It literally takes practice. Like, you have to get good at it. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, how I found in my own life. I've had to get good at it. I've had to mess up and try again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and I think, uh, you know, we in the United States, uh, with the worth, work ethic that we have, that you're right, play and fun and going out and just, you know, being relaxed and rejuvenated and that kind of thing is just the antipathy of what we believe in this country yet you go to Europe and they take the whole month of August off and you know it's like nobody works so it it's a whole different mindset and listeners I I totally agree with her it's a discipline you have to learn relearn it 
Um, because what we're doing is we're also putting that on our kids, that they are over-scheduled in the summertime rather than letting them just be kids. Um, so, you know, take, a, take a, a page from the book of what your childhood could have looked like, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Beautifully so, put. And Jen, you talk about, you know, communicating um, your needs in the summertime, actually your needs, needs throughout the year, but definitely in the summertime to your family, to your friends, to your colleagues. How do you go about doing that? Well, one of the great things about summer, and I was just talking about it, is the fact that everyone is a little more relaxed during this time. So it's a wonderful time to talk with people about things that can be a little sticky, you know, can, can, be, can be a little rough around the edges. Certainly work-life balance, going in and having a conversation with your boss about setting up some boundaries um, is a really hard conversation to have. You know, when you have to go in and say, okay, it's summertime, I need some more time for my kids, how can you help me with that? Ooh, it's a hard one. But luckily, the summertime brings in this kind of, ah, for everyone, and people are more open to communicating and receiving and helping because they are feeling relaxed. And so I feel the important thing is when you go into a communication situation where you are going to be asking for something, you're going to be making a request. It's that you go in and you ask the person for help because everybody loves to help one another. We all love to help. And it's a matter of positioning it in a way of, you know what, this is what I'm creating in my life. You know, it's summertime. I, I love to, you know, have some time with my family and also this rest time because I know that come this fall, we've got some incredible work to do. And I really want to be totally ready for that and relaxed and coming into it with a new, fresh frame of mind. And so what I need from you, coworker or boss or whoever it is in your life, can you help me with this? And then, you know, ask your request. And then negotiate if you need to negotiate. You may be surprised. They may be like, sure, sounds great. Go for it. I'll do whatever I can to support you. Or maybe there will be a little back and forth trying to find that healthy balance in the relationship. But it's, it's important to make the requests and ask for help. And, and it's the way that you come about it that allows it to be very successful and a win-win scenario for everyone. Jen, I love yeah. that. Uh, and I, I love the fact that you start out with, I need some help here. So you're asking rather than telling your boss what you need and and then as you said negotiate if it's not exactly what you need but there are many wiggle room places that you can um, negotiate and and really get the best for both the business as well as for um, your family now I have a question for you though you were talking about in corporate what about when you're the boss you're an entrepreneur or you're a business owner and you need some time. So how, how do, you, do, you, do you use the same strategy or is there something slightly different in negotiating with yourself in some respects? 
I believe it's all the same. I, I think all of our relationships are just, you know, they're all the same thing. We all want to come into a relationship with love and receive love. And, mm-hmm. and it's just doing it in a respectful manner for whoever you're talking to or who, even if it's with yourself. To come in and say, this is what I'm creating. Can you help me with this? This is what I think I need. And and allowing the conversation to go from there and be creative with, with the other person or with yourself. Um, I think they are all the same. Yeah, Jenna, and I think it, it is in some respects more difficult to ask yourself for help and yeah. to give yourself a break. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It is for me, at least. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And in some respects, if you've got a team, you're asking that team to help you to be able to take that time to relax, regenerate, and that kind of thing. Because the worst case scenario is that everyone on your team gets tons of time because you're, you've negotiated that and you forgot about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, let's see. Um, Just real quickly, tell me your priorities. We've got about two minutes before break. If you could tell me just real quickly your priorities for this summer. And then we'll talk about fall in just a minute. Yeah. This summer, it's simply about um, really rejuvenating myself, first and foremost, taking as much rest time as I possibly can, and pleasure, just doing all the joys in my life, being with my children, being out in nature, taking quiet time. And then with my business, it's just being as slow as possible, Um, just allowing the seeds that I've planted to grow a little bit, knowing that harvest is coming in the fall. That's perfect, Jen. And that's a great way to end this segment. And we'll be right back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. 
You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. I'm here with my very special guest, Jen Mount, who has been talking to us about how to have a bit of structure in the unstructured world of summer, how to set your priorities, how to set your boundaries, how to make sure that you get rest, relaxation, replenishment, time during the summer, and how you really sort of enjoy the growth that you see in the summertime before you plunge into the heavy business work in the fall and the winter. So, Jen, it's it's great to have you back. Thank you, Linda. Okay. When, when we took the break, you were talking about your personal and business priorities in the summer, and you gave us a sense that it's going to be a little slow and that you're going to enjoy the summer and you're going to uh, enjoy the seeds that you planted and see what grows. Um, and where is that taking you in the fall? I see the fall as a very exciting and lucrative time. I have planted many, many seeds and I see them coming to fruition in the fall. Uh, I see myself having more time for my business, obviously as the kids will be in school, Um, but more clients are coming through and more speaking engagements and just getting out in the world and the collaborations are just astounding to me. The amount of... um, people that I'm connecting with to join forces and do some exciting creative projects are just on the docket right now. So it's a really, it's, it's the anticipation in the summer is so fun to know like, Whoa, what's coming in the fall. (laughs) It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. And fall's always been my favorite season. I think part of it's because my birthday is in the fall. Um, So it, for me, it's, it's always a, yes, a, a, a time of, harvest but it's also a, a you know start start again because that's when I started was in September um, I and we're collaborating we just haven't figured out what we're doing but we're collaborating on some leadership things and working with um, moms and as well as my troop uh, of people that I work with so I'm, I'm also excited about the fall and, and seeing what we can make happen as well um, so how do you help women um, to set those priorities, to set those um, aspects of what they're going to do this summer in this sort of lazy time that will get them really powerful for the fall. Yeah. Really, the first and most important thing is creating a space, creating an environment for them to feel relaxed, to feel like they can explore. And and creating that space is pretty much, you know, what I was talking about before, like with, with myself in the morning, you know, I take some time to just breathe and just really be thoughtful about what do I want to create in this day? And so I create that for my women. I give them just some time to just settle in, let your voice be heard from the inside um, instead of all the stimulation that's around us with emails and news and tweets and uh, traffic, <laughs> all the <laughs> stimulation around. It's like, okay, let's just sit and be quiet for a moment and allow your inner voice to be heard. And then 
Give it some time to do some exploring and creation. What is it actually wanting to create? Yeah, and I think that's just wonderful, Jennifer. Um, I don't know about you, but my summer vacations when I was a kid were always road trips. And so there was always a sense of exploration, adventure, um, wonder. Where are we going to go? What are we going to see? My parents always had an idea of where we were going to land uh, each night and, and at the end of the trip and that kind of thing. But how we got there and what we saw in the middle and what we saw when we got there was always a surprise. And I think that's what made those road trips so special and really educational. I mean, I wrote a lot of papers when I was in school based on our road trips. Um, so I always say that a vision is like a road trip. You know, where, the vision is where you want to go. The goals are how you're going to get there. So setting up, giving yourself the space and the environment to be able to explore, I think is really critical to the success of any business, in some respects, any life is knowing where you want to be in at the end of the year, in three years, five years, whatever it might be, how you want your family to look. So really looking at all the parts of your life and getting them in balance, like a beach ball, as one of my dear coaches, Ann Evanston, used to says is you know is your life like a beach ball where it's fully inflated or are there areas that there are dimples in and if so how can you reinflate those right mm-hmm. oh yeah. i i love the example of the road trip because if you think yeah. of a road trip right you have all this time in the car where you're just kind of hanging out right and so right. there you are you've got that space you've got that time to just kind of relax down and think and just hang out and then all of a sudden this amazing place pops up and you're like let's go there and you just drive off the exit and you come to this magical little place that you didn't know existed and Mm -hmm. and that's such a beautiful part of the journey is is where life just takes you on a whim and what you get to see and learn from it and then you get back on your path Gained a little bit of fun and experience, and you keep going for your goal, your destination. And I think that's so right, Jen. Um, I I remember bringing my daughter back from Providence, Rhode Island, and we learned so much about each other in that four-day road trip. We didn't very much off the road because we really wanted to get back to California, but we did have some adventures. We uh, couldn't get across the Indiana-Illinois border because it was closed, so we had to go up to Chicago and come back down and, and, and that kind of thing, but we learned a lot about ourselves. So, for example, it was not a good idea for her to drive and for me to be sitting in the passenger seat in the morning because she's not a verbal person in the morning, and all I wanted to do was talk, and all she wanted to do was go back to bed. Um, and so we learned that I drove in the morning, um, I listened to my book on, on uh, CD, and she was watching a video, so that if she didn't want to watch anything or whatever, she still had her earbuds in. And then in the afternoon, we swapped and we talked all afternoon and into the evening. And it was a time when we could get uh, a lot of information out, and we learned a lot about each other, and it was really a magical time. And uh, so I think not only where do you go, but also the conversations that you have while you're going there are of equal importance, if not more so. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. It, it really is such a special place for the family to create a cadence with one another, mm-hmm. you know, to just to find their natural rhythm of 
Well, when is a good time for us to have a conversation where we can really hear each other and and learn about each other? You know, my husband and I have really been um, doing this work really, uh, we've been really aware of it lately, how there are certain times for us to have certain conversations. Mm-hmm. And, and it's amazing the difference in the conversation when we are in the space that we want to be in to have it, instead of just forcing it to come when we think we need to have, oh, we got to do it now. It's like, right. no, let's, let's do it a little later when we've both calmed down a little bit and have had a little relaxation time. So we're not getting angry at each other or judging each other or not listening. Um, so I think I think the road trip actually, I, I love it. It's a great example of a place to really learn and set the cadence and the rhythm of your family. Right. And right. one of my guests recently, um, Adam Cortez, said that he and his dad were, or he was planning a trip with his dad. He has a vintage car and they were going to take Route 66 which, of course, is not probably the most pleasant road. It's got a huge number of potholes, but it's it's iconic. And they were mm-hmm. going to take that trip and, and just see what all was there and, and just really get a chance to talk to each other and, again, learn more about each other. And, and he was just really excited about that. Uh, and I think that would be great fun as well. Uh, my dad and I did it coming back from Florida. And, again, learning more about him and, um, you know, his experiences in the South. And, and that was just, it was worth its weight in gold, to say the least. So, Jennifer, I know that you have a fabulous free gift for our listening audience. Would you like to tell them about it, please? Oh, you bet. You bet. I have this incredible practice that I use in my life, um, a discipline that I've created that has just Oh, the depth and the heights that it goes to for me. It just keeps getting better. Um, it's a practice that I call the balanced choice. And and I call it the overwhelmed business mom's guide to making intuitive choices. <laughs> and, I love it. <laughs> yeah. What it is, is it's a technique to utilize your body to make really quick and accurate decisions. Because a lot of times, you know, we rely on logic and data. You know, we're in the information age, so we've got all sorts of information to use to help us make choices. However, a lot of the times, the information that we have isn't clear. It doesn't actually give you a conclusive answer, or maybe it's not from the most reliable source. So you have to go within to make these bigger decisions or these choices in your life. And so I have this technique that I've developed that really helps you actually utilize your body to make decisions. And it is a really incredible way. It, I also use it to balance things in my life. Um, so it is a guide that I walk you through to help you learn how to use your body and your intuition. Um, and it really, it's incredible Um, what you nurture within this relationship with your body. Uh, I have found that it's actually increased the amount of time that I have in my life. It's increased my energy because I'm not second-guessing my decisions all the time. I feel right on with what I'm choosing. Uh, I've seen myself make more money and be a lot more productive and efficient because of this, because I'm just doing things a lot quicker. So it's a beautiful practice that I've developed um, in my own life that I use 
every day. And, and I give it to your beautiful listeners for being here today. Well, Jennifer, thank you so very much. I know I've learned to use um, my gut as my discernment. Um, so I, because it's very clear, yes and no. Uh, and so I, I love that you have this five-minute exercise that would do, uh, would use the body in a similar way to um, make decisions. You're right. When logic and uh, data don't help, I mean, my dad was really great with the uh, banker's tea, list all the things that are good on one side, the things that are bad on the other side, and, you know, sort of make your decision based on the overwhelm of good versus um, not so good. And that works in in some cases when it's a more logical decision, but when it's a heart-based decision, it's more difficult. So thank you, Jen, so very much. I know my listeners will love that, and it will help them to um, do use that discernment. So thank you so much. So, Jen, if, if I can recap real quickly, there were a couple things that you – well, there were a lot of things that you said, but there were two things that really stood out for me. Um, and I'd love you to add one more. So the first was your breath exercises and being quiet, calming down, tuning in, creating what you want for the day and not looking at the week, the month, the year, but just that day, maybe even just that hour and getting real clear of what do you want to create at this point in time. And then for me, really key, schedule your relaxation time in your calendar. Hold it sacred as though it were an appointment with your most important client and have discipline that you have learned to follow that and to show up as your best. And those are the two really key things that I pulled out of this. Do you have just one more to share, to, you know, to reflect on for my audience? Absolutely. I think, you know, we're always trying to create a balance, right? A balance within ourselves, between the different aspects of our life. We're all trying to balance the world right now (laughs) with quality and environment. So what a practice that I use is to really honor the challenges, the dark side, the hard emotions that come up, um, Honor them and hold them sacred just as much as the joy, the pleasure, the rest, the rejuvenation, the exciting times. Hold them both in balance of equal weight and value. When you allow yourself to actually feel the pain of your life, feeling the challenges, you move through them. And you receive kind of the pleasure and the joy on the other side. And and it's important when you're, you know, in the day and you're taking those breaths and you're moving through to always remember to keep in balance. Like, okay, things are not going well at this moment. And it sucks. But it will be great. Thank you. That's terrific. And let me wrap up with, if you have any more questions, um, either for myself or for Jen, or want to see how to dig deeper into the art of herding cats, check out my website at www.daretheNumber2DreamWithLinda.com. And until next time, be courageous and dare to lead. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. 
We'll feature another noted leader next week. <laughs>